baseball trip of a lifetime while bringing awareness to the needs of children in the foster system through our partnership with Children's Hope Alliance. My name is Ron Clements with my wife Patty. Hello. And uh, Patty, this episode is going to be kind of a thank you to the people who have helped us along the way and how simply driving the RV with the Children's Hope Alliance logo and the Home Run on Wheels logo is a conversation starter all in itself as we try to raise the awareness of the needs of these kids. Yes, as we pull into the different parks, as we talk to people, even someone approached you when we were at a rest area. Yeah, that was, and we have, we we talked about this stuff before on the podcast, kind of like here and there, uh, the different experiences we've had, the people we've met, but we just wanted to dedicate an entire episode to some of those people and some of those encounters and yeah, that was really funny. We were in North Carolina on our way, uh, I think we it was between like Charlotte and Greensboro before we got the 20 tickets from the Greensboro Grasshoppers uh, to get some kids to a single-A game. Uh, that was through Children's Hope Alliance. And yeah, this guy, uh, we're getting ready to pull out of the the rest area and this guy just like knocks on the driver's side window and I was driving and... He goes, are you Ron? I was like, well, yeah. It's like, I thought so. I just looked you up on Facebook. So, you know, and and that's what we're trying to inspire is for people to look us up, for people to, you know, see what we're all about and and then uh, hopefully inspire people to get involved through fostering, adopting, volunteering, donating. And if you want to donate to Children's Hope Alliance, text the word HEALING to 50155. Um, we are about a third of the way through our trip, through nine stadiums. Number 10 will be Rogers Center in Toronto. I have never been to Toronto, so I am really looking forward to it. Patty, you have been to Toronto, and you are looking forward to returning to Toronto for another reason. Yes, I really enjoyed it. I lived there for about six months, actually, in Mississauga, and... I really liked Toronto, the city. I didn't get to enjoy a lot of it because I was working. My sister, Veronica, and my cousin, Helen, did come and visit. Shout out to them. And I'm going to get you up on the CN Tower. That is like right next to Rogers Center, too. And we are probably going to take a day break from baseball and go to the Hockey Hall of Fame. We're kind of we're disappointed the Bruins knocked out the Maple Leafs out of the playoffs because we won't be able to go to a hockey game. (laughs) <laughs> but hey hockey hall of fame that'll be cool yes and and there's a really cool sports bar i can't think of the name of it right now but it, it's got all these huge screens in it and everything and i'm going to take you there you'll enjoy that as well cool 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 but so we've been able to get some kids to games already uh in miami we got a donation of 40 tickets from the Marlins to our kids of Miami-Dade. Uh, Children's Hope Alliance received 20 tickets from the Greensboro Grasshoppers, 60 tickets from the Durham Bulls, 
Uh, June 21st, we have a donation of 50 tickets from the Milwaukee Brewers to a new family services in Wisconsin. None of this stuff happens without help from other people. People we've met, people we've with whom we've spoken, uh, and that's why we just want to thank these folks. Even people we've had on the podcast have been uh, like Daniel Norris of the Detroit Tigers. Without me reaching out to Ben Feidelman on Twitter and kind of explaining to him what we're doing, we don't get Daniel Norris on the podcast. Uh, ben was great. We met him in Lakeland, Florida. We, we recorded that podcast on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> uh, so, you know, thank you to Ben. This Again, this is a thank you to all the people who have helped us. Uh, we mentioned the Marlins. Uh, and we had Martin Prado and Cameron Mabin on the podcast. If you haven't listened to that, go back, check it out. Cameron Mabin, Martin Prado, uh, Chris Archer of the Rays, Daniel Norris of the Tigers, Cardinals players, Pirates players. Uh, All these folks are doing great things off the yes, field. That's why we targeted these people to be on the podcast because they're not only are they recognizable Major League Baseball players who are pretty good players, but they're doing good things off the field. And that's what we wanted to focus on. And Cameron Mabin has his own foundation with the Marlins. Uh, well, he started it when he was with the Angels. But uh, Martin Prado, very very proud of you. We were so we're so happy about as someone who loves puns. So happy about the name of his initiative with with uh, focusing on getting good grades for for student athletes. But while we were in Jupiter, though, for spring training. Um, and we're trying to line something up with our kids and trying to push that forward so we can get some tickets from the Marlins. I had an encounter with Glenn Geffner, who is the Marlins play-by-play guy, or uh, one of the, the Marlins play-by-play guys. And Glenn thought what we were doing was great. And I'm, like, I don't know what Glenn did, but I don't think without my conversation that I had with Glenn Geffner... I don't think we get the donation of tickets to our kids from the Marlins. I don't think that happens without me telling Glenn, because Glenn did tell me that he spoke to a couple people, and I think that helped it along. Yeah, so thank you to Glenn, for yeah, sure. Yeah, huge thank you to Glenn Geffner with the Marlins. And But, you know, it's just not guys with teams. Uh, uh, Dave Haller and, and uh, um, uh, with the Rays and... Uh, Oh man, I'm drawing a blank on the other person with the Rays who 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 helped us uh, get Chris Archer on the podcast. But Chris was a guy who we definitely wanted on the podcast. But then, you know, I mentioned the Brewers earlier, getting a donation of 50 tickets to a new, and that doesn't happen without a conversation I have with someone in Bradenton, Florida, at a Pittsburgh Pirates game, and you never really count on someone following through with what they're going to say at a baseball game but this woman Cheryl actually did and she ran it up the chain and you know a new submitted their request and yeah we uh we we got uh the brewers to donate 50 tickets to a new but then you know the unicorn we met in Florida <laughs> I met first and then you met the next in Port Charlotte and you met him uh Gordy right the next day in Fort Myers Gordy has uh, submitted a ticket request for the student advocacy center in Michigan uh for a Detroit Tigers game and hopefully that comes through. But, you know, it's like all these people we met and their relationships we, we've been able to make. And the first night in Maine, 
you know, we meet a couple people and like, we are not here for five minutes before we had three different people ask us, what is Children's Hope Alliance? What is Home Run on Wheels? And when we started this thing and we asked Celeste Dominguez, the CEO of Children's Hope Alliance, what she wanted us to do and was basically just drive the RV around with our logo on it. With the Home Run on Wheels logo on it. Right, and talk about it. Yep. And but and, and it's not just that that starts this conversation you know, of what we're doing. Whenever someone asks, where are you from? Or right. where do you live? Right. So just recently when we stopped at the Lobster Cooker in Freeport, Maine. Maine and Joan, who is one of the owners was sitting there and we just got into a conversation because she's asked you where are you guys from and so we told her all about what we were doing and she had a friend who had a story um, with some foster children and we've run into some other folks with stories which is very interesting and and it's great to see that there are people out there who are taking care of children and and finding these these needs and taking care of them when they can you know when we started this we had no idea how much of a need there is for foster parents and i think that's it's it's kind of like an eye-opening thing for us but uh you know we're gonna break right here um get a word from children's hope alliance you learn more about the needs of the kids in the foster system and the need for foster parents but uh, when we come back we'll talk about some more of the people who we've met along the way, uh, a foster family at the Statue of Liberty and some kids from a children's home in New Hampshire. And we met Willie Nelson in New York City. Did you know there are enough kids in foster care to fill the rosters of almost 1,500 MLB teams and their entire farm systems? We need more foster parents. Visit childrenshopealliance.org to learn more. I didn't give birth to these kids, but they're here and they're our family and they're our kids. Carrie and her husband couldn't have a baby on their own, but they wanted to raise a family. So they reached out to Children's Hope Alliance to learn about becoming foster parents. Children's Hope Alliance helped place a little boy named Riley in their home. The couple adopted Riley about a year later, then adopted his older brother too. Now their house and their hearts are full of family. To learn more about becoming a foster parent or to learn how to spread the word about fostering, visit childrenshopealliance.org slash advocate. Any child should be able to at least go to a foster home and experience the family. After a traumatic past, Briar was fostered and adopted through Children's Hope Alliance. I felt like God chose this place, and I feel like when he opened the door for them being my foster parents, he also opened the door for them being my mom and dad. There are kids right now in your community waiting for someone like you to open their hearts and home. To learn more about becoming a foster parent or to learn how to spread the word about fostering, visit childrenshopealliance.org slash advocate. You're seeing everybody else have a family. I remember just like, you know, like saying, what's wrong with me, you know? Josh spent 16 years in DSS custody after unthinkable abuse and neglect. He came to Children's Hope Alliance last year to join our independent living program to help him transition into adulthood. I'm thankful being an independent living of the Children's Hope Alliance because I don't know where else I would be. Independent living is just one of nearly 30 programs at Children's Hope Alliance. Visit childrenshopealliance.org slash advocate to learn how to help kids like Josh. In 2014, there were 702,000 cases of reported child maltreatment in the U.S., That's enough to pack Wrigley Field 17 times. Visit childrenshopealliance.org 
to learn how to give hope to a child. Welcome back to the Home Run on Wheels podcast. Thank you to Adam Hicks, another person with Children's Hope Alliance who has helped us. Uh, Adam put together the uh, spots for Children's Hope Alliance. Celeste Dominguez, we mentioned her. And Abigail Lord Ramsey uh, has been very helpful. She's the one who pretty much uh, set up the tickets from the Greensboro Grasshoppers and the Durham Bulls. Without other people's help, we're not able to accomplish what we what we're trying to accomplish. There's no way we were able we would be able to do what we're doing on our own. Absolutely, and you've got some other opportunities coming up, right? With Arlington and yeah, so. Celeste actually suggested we reach out to a couple organizations, Lutheran Services and Eckerd. These are national organizations. And because of Celeste's suggestion, uh, we first made contact with Eckerd, which is based in Clearwater, Florida. We really, really wanted to get something worked out with the Rays, but it was Easter Sunday and they just couldn't get enough families to commit to going to a baseball game on Easter Sunday, which I understand. But Margaret Adams with Eckerd uh, said they are committed to doing something with the Texas Rangers when we are in Arlington in August. And Margaret also put me in touch with a couple organizations in Georgia, Lutheran Services of Georgia and Families First. Because even though Eckerd has offices in Atlanta, they don't have any kids in Atlanta. They do uh, other things. A- Eckerd Eckerd Connects does a lot of really good work in multiple communities across the country. But Margaret put us in touch with, again, those two organizations in Atlanta. Unfortunately, we weren't able to work something out, even though both organizations were really excited initially when I called, when I told them what we were doing. But then they looked on their calendar, and it was spring break in Georgia, and they just they already had a bunch of stuff planned for their kids. We ran into another scheduling conflict in in Philadelphia, so we weren't able to, to do something there, even though Turning Points for Children was, or Eartha Holland was the woman's name. She was really excited about like what we were doing, and and uh, unfortunately, it just didn't work out. But you know, without Celeste like kind of giving me some guidance on like who to contact, I don't reach out to these organizations because I it's it's hard. There are so many organizations out there, you don't know who is legitimate, who is actually doing good work, and it's just really tough. Uh, but thanks, you know, that's why I asked Celeste for, for a little guidance. Uh, that's why I called the and emailed the Los Angeles Dodgers and had a conversation with them about organizations in the Los Angeles area. So hopefully we can get uh, some kids to do a Dodgers game when we're out there. But uh, Lutheran Services of the Rocky Mountains, that's why we've got something hopefully work, uh, worked out there in, in July with the Rockies. But uh, Margaret, though, was, was great. Uh, Doug Tobin is the uh, uh, CEO down there of uh, Eckerd. And we had, we're all on a conference call together with Celeste and Abby, and, and it was great. Uh, and so, again, without those people's help, we don't, you know, we're, we're, we're nowhere near where we are in trying to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. Well, and... It's good to know that all of these organizations are out there as well. And we want to get those names out there so that folks who do hear the message that we are trying to spread, that we can connect them with some of those names as well so they know how they can reach out and help and who they can connect with to help. For sure. And we've we've actually... 
exchange business cards with people who aren't even working in the with foster organizations, but just people we met along the way. Uh, James Waddington, who works for the state of Delaware, uh, we met him in uh, on our way to Philadelphia. Thomas Corbecki, we met, he lives in Colorado. We met him in it was Miami, right? He was, he was wearing a Cubs jersey, and him and his wife. Pretty sure it was in Miami. It might have been. Uh, it was outside. It might have been Atlanta. I don't think. It oh, was that Atlanta. was Miami. That, that was, was Miami. Miami. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Again, these people who are are genuinely interested are like, how can we get involved? So it's like, I give them a card. They give me a card. Uh, we met the two guys named Lee and Howard. I remember that because I put them together as Howard Lee or Lee Howard as like one person. But uh, Lee Lee and Howard, two long, like lifelong friends and also longtime Met season ticket holders. They sat next to us at City Field. Uh, when, also, when we were in New York, we were, went to Yankee Stadium. We're in the subway. We're we're coming back from the game. We're leaving. We're going going back to Jersey City. Going back to the RV. And there was a guy wearing an Astros shirt. And as he's leaving the stadium, he's yelling El Tuve at Yankee Stadium because the Yankees and Astros were getting ready to uh, have start a series in Houston. And this guy's talking trash. But he was with his his friend named Willie Nelson. <laughs> Can't forget that we met. Willie Nelson. We met Willie Nelson. <laughs> He's not the country singer Willie Nelson. No. Just like I'm not the Disney Ron Clements. <laughs> but these guys work for Edward Jones, and they were in, in New York on work and, and went to a Yankees game at Yankee Stadium. Uh, another guy we met on the subway, Michael Mailer. Uh, he actually uh, works for a nonprofit in New York. They don't do what we're doing, but they actually try to, are trying to like overhaul the the legal system, basically, uh, and, and uh, which, regardless of where you stand on political issues, there are definite flaws in our legal system. Still, probably the best legal system we have in the, or in the world, but it's not perfect. And then we can't forget our buddy Shaggy, Mike Mike Kempf, who is trying to work out something in St. Louis, uh, trying to help us get something worked out in St. Louis. And I've known Shaggy for for quite a while. He's a DJ in St. Louis, and we saw him down in Florida when he and his wife went down there with their family on spring break and they came down and had dinner with us. Uh, also, um, Tracy and Carlos were joined us at that dinner, two people we met in Florida. Uh, and we've talked about Mary and Bruce from Evansville, Indiana, who we've met. And so like all these people were, you know, just had such good encounters with, and, and we're so thankful to have met these people. Absolutely. It, it's a, great opportunity to spread the message and you know it's just fun to meet people as well it is steve milia we don't meet steve milia and mary beth longona who are going to all 162 yankees games and you can listen to that interview a couple episodes back on the podcast uh we don't meet them without a high school classmate of mine kevin Cattermas, introducing us uh so again it's like we have so many people to thank and as we're trying to spread this message, uh, we met people here in, in Maine, a couple, a uh, couple from Canada who are also full-timing in their RV, uh, Rick and Lanny talked to them. Unfortunately, it's Thursday morning. We just got here Wednesday night and they're leaving Thursday morning. So, uh, but we had a great time speaking with them and, and meeting their dog meatball, literally their dog's name meatball. Yeah. Holmes uh, and meatball had, some Oh, they fun had so much fun. Running around. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I gave them a couple Children's Hope Alliance cups and lanyards and a couple pairs of sunglasses and a T-shirt. You know, it's like all these people we met and we're, you know, we're able to spread that message. It, 
what Celeste told us, hey, just drive the RV around and talk to people. And that's what we've been doing. And then it's been it's been awesome. It has been awesome. And we actually we're not asking for anything for ourselves. We did benefit, though, recently. Oh, yeah. We had dinner in Vermont. Technically, it was in Vermont. I guess right. we were over the river on it a balcony. It was in but Vermont. Yeah. <laughs> you could see New Hampshire. Right. But anyway, these two women sat down next to us. Uh, they were waiting on a table. Gail and Danielle were their names. And then their husband showed up. But we're telling them what we're doing, and they thought it was great. Their their sons both play college baseball. Right. And they They were in town because they were playing... What was the team that they were playing? They were playing with... King's College, I think, uh, in New Hampshire. Yeah, it was a tournament. And yep. they were happy because they actually won. Yeah, so they qualified they for the NCAA uh, Division Two, I think it was, tournament. But we told them what we're doing, and then uh, their husband showed up, and then they got their table. and They asked how they could help, and we gave them the information, yeah. the the... The text to donate number and the Which is website. The word healing to 50155 if you want to text to donate to uh, Children's Hope Alliance. Healing to 50155. But so our waitress, Adrian, comes out with the bill. Or we asked Adrian, rather, for the bill. And she's like, oh, you guys have already been taken care of. And we're like, what? Yeah, we knew right away who it was. <laughs> so that was the first time that had happened. And. I mean, like Patty said, we're not asking anything for ourselves, but that was uh, really cool. And I, I really think that people like that are people who are going to get involved. Right. And and that was that was awesome. Uh, you know, we talked about the little girl named Heaven who sat behind us in Durham and how you know it was so touching with her first baseball game that we were able to help that happen. But for someone to just directly... You know, kind of quote unquote donate to us was it was really really touching and and it's a uh, it's kind of emotional and, and and we thank them on on our way out uh, and I think we think they are a host family in the Cape Cod League, which is a college summer wood bat league and one of the premier ones it's like that in the Northwoods League uh, which is primarily in Wisconsin but uh, Max Scherzer played in my hometown when he was at Mizzou. Played for the, the lacrosse loggers. Well, aren't you fancy? I know, right? Max Scherzer and I also share a birthday. <laughs> uh, but we think that they were host families for the Cape Cod League because they were saying how they have, oh, we had this kid who's playing for the Texas Rangers. We had this kid who's playing for this team. We had this kid. And the fact that they kept saying we had this kid kind of made us think that yeah, they're, they probably had this player living in their house yeah and you know i didn't know that that kind of thing happened for the minor league teams um until we were in the st louis area and went to one of the minor league games and there were some folks sitting in front of us that were a host family and i was not aware of that before so that's interesting you know another way that people are helping out other folks who might need it and who knows you know those kids could be foster kids are coming up in the minor leagues Clearly, guys, I need to have my wife watch the movie Sugar. Um, I know that's something that I like to eat, but probably shouldn't eat too much of. But other than that, I, I don't know what you're talking about. It's a really good baseball movie about a minor league baseball player uh, trying to come up. He's like from the Dominican. All right. So, but anyway, guys, well, uh, we're in Maine. We'll be here through Wednesday when we come to you next. Uh, we're going to do a little stop over in Montreal for a couple nights former home of the Expos. If you're an Andre Dawson fan, holla 
uh, before we uh, head on to Toronto. And I am uh, officially not a fan of Victoria Day in Canada. We had a really hard time getting an RV park reservation because it fell over Victoria Day weekend in Canada. I had to call five different places before we finally found a spot kind of near Toronto to stay. <laughs> but you know what? We got one because somebody canceled. We so did. Yeah. We've got to be happy about yep. that. Yep. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Have to be so we're not staying that. in Toronto. We're staying about an hour southeast of Toronto. Uh, but, but that's going to be fun. Um, like I said, we'll check out the Hockey Hall of Fame. We'll go see the Red Sox and Blue Jays play on Mother's Day. We're really looking forward to that. Patty is as well. Hopefully reconnect with some, some of the people you knew back before you knew me. We, we shall see. And I reached out to one of the folks, and I know that people are in different places than they were before. So we'll see if we are able to connect. So thanks for listening to the Home Run on Wheels podcast. Again, the next episode will be recorded in Montreal. Patty, say something in French. Oui, oui. <laughs> All right. Bonsoir.